Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Table with Zoe and Jenna. We're so glad, as usual, to have you here with us today. And we have got a really fun, special treat for you that we want to share A couple of weeks ago, uh, if you listen from the beginning, you'll know that we met some beautiful friends, Nick and Bex Lispina, when we went on a retreat about a month or so ago, and we decided to, at the time, have a conversation with them about how it looked for them to hear God in their everyday lives, and my goodness, this episode is full of wisdom from them. We're so excited to share it with you. So, hi, Nick and Bex. Hi. Oh, that is such a special intro. Thank you so much. We've we've been blessed in the two days that we've known you as well. Like it's you guys are awesome. <laughs> sometimes God just does that. He eh? puts people across your path, mm-hmm. and sometimes it just feels like you just click. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, we're really stoked to meet you. So, tell us about yourselves. Where about you guys from? We are from Taronga at the moment. Originally, Nick is from Australia. And he moved here 14 years ago. 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. That's a long story how that came about, but God brought me here. Didn't know anyone. We met yeah. through that. So, yep. yeah. And got married, have three kids, ages eight, six, and five. And uh, in ministry together. I mean, we're all in ministry, but we're in, uh, you know, full time in inverted commas <laughs> ministry. So, yeah. yeah. Amazing. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love Actually, we have to ask you that story later about how. Yeah, how you ended up here without knowing anyone, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Sounds like an adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like about the same time I came from South Africa, so same year, hey? Mm-hmm. 2007, mm-hmm. so we got our same journey in New Zealand. Whoop, whoop. We have an even better connection together, mm-hmm. and um, that connection, how we've got originally connected with these two people is amazing. Matt Beckham from um, Haberfield Baptist Church in Australia. Matt and Trish, we adore you guys and we thank yeah. you for all that you've put into our lives, all that you've poured into us so that we can be sitting here right now and having this incredible connection. I thank you for the value that you put on the body of Christ that we mm. can grow in the prophetic together. So bless you guys today. Amen. Um, Agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. So yeah, so we just thought, um, Nick and Bex, we thought that why not take this opportunity to just have a chat with you. We have seen a little bit for ourselves how um, God speaks through you both. And it's just, as you know, has really blessed us. Um, and so we just love to hear what it kind of looks like for you in um, maybe a normal day today, or um, just how it is that you experience or hear God through your daily lives. Mm-hmm. So take it away. Um, yeah, so for me, uh, I actually want to say that every day looks so different Mm -hmm. and, um, I have learned and I'm still learning to be okay with that. Um, that sometimes I hear God all day, every day, and it's exciting. And other days I, I don't hear a lot. Um, and so, yeah, I think a lot of it is just being okay in that. Um, I do try to make uh, consistent times in my day that I just am intentional in connecting with God. Um, So one of those times is when I first wake up, I just make sure that I acknowledge God, say good morning to him and just offer him my day um, and yeah, just make that my first connection. Um, And another time in my day is um, when I'm driving, it's quiet time for me and it's peaceful and I can allow my thoughts to, um, yeah, just 
turn my attention to him. And for me, it's often when I get my light bulb moments from him. Uh, yeah. So the car's a really special place for me. <laughs> oh, well, you know, um, I love that so much. And cars also speak about like our purpose and what we're doing and God mm-hmm. in our ministry. So, you know, it's a dream symbol. So it's so ironic, but so God that it's happening in the car, that place yep. where God is calling you in the season so, to yeah. hear his voice. So we just love that. And I love that word intentional. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think kind of beyond that, I have over probably even just the last 18 months I have learnt to slow my life down so that I'm able to hear God when he's speaking because he is speaking he is speaking all the time but when we are so busy and so hurried and so rushed we miss it and so yeah just being slow and attentive and I'm learning to look for and notice the ways that he is speaking to me each day. Um, Our schedules are so different to what they were uh, even two years ago, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, mm. definitely. That's, a, that's so. such a good point. And we were actually, we were all just reading something earlier about how it's kind of a badge of honour at the mm. moment, something Brene Brown shared. It's kind of a badge of honour to live in exhaustion, isn't mm-hmm. it, and busyness. It's mm-hmm. like if you meet someone and they don't say, oh, no, I've been really busy, it's like, oh, I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so um, what an incredibly intentional way to live. Yeah, has it been mm-hmm. hard to... Let things go. Have you had resistance to that from expectations yep. from people? Yeah, mm. definitely expectations. Um, and I think though, in that it's just communicating well with people um, because it has been, especially with people, um, that we spend less time with with people, and that it it even is like it hurts my heart mm. to let some of that go. Mm. But it's so important and my relationships are richer because of it. Because when I do spend wow. time with people, it's filled with God instead of wow. just me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. yeah. so good. That is so good. And I think that spending less time, it's not that we don't care about those people mm. any less. Yeah. It's just we just have to, you have to create space mm-hmm. as well for other things and for family and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. I think our whole family has been richer for it our kids Mm. as well it's really i think impacted them in a positive way even if they don't know it i think it has so yeah yeah and look life goes through different seasons so it may not always be like this but right now you've chosen Mm. to be intentional Mm. to draw close to god's heart to really hear what he's saying in this season Mm. so that you can be equipped so that you can know what the next steps are and you know this will be pivotal in your Mm. life as you take all those exciting journeys with him mm. so yeah mm. thanks for sharing that with us Bex mm. amazing mm. revelations there can I add one more thing yeah. just yeah. because you said you know like I think as well the more you um, learn the ways God's talking the busier you can become but still hear those things um, and even within that on days that I do get busier or weeks that I get busier I now actually find that God wakes me in the night um, or he gives me dreams. And so I think it, a lot of it too is about your heart position towards him and he sees that and he honours that in busyness as well. Awesome. Um, so what would you say, I love that, um, but what would you say to someone who um, is really desperate to hear God's voice yeah. but feels like either like I'm too busy and there's nothing I can cut mm-hmm. out or um, I feel like I try but I just feel like he just never speaks back. Mm. Do you have anything that you would that you'd say there? I'm putting you on the spot now. Yep. No, that's good. That's good. Um, I would say keep asking. Um, and I would also say, 
um, for me personally, mm-hmm. um, times that I have felt that it's because I have potentially had some fear around what it might be that God has to say. And so I actually have to release that fear to hear what he's got to say. Um, yeah. So so pray into that. Pray into it and say, mm-hmm. you know, God, I, I don't want to be afraid of this and I want to hear your voice. And he sees your heart and he will honour it. It's just something really, um, really beautiful about feeling your feelings. It's mm. a motto I try and live by. Mm-hmm. Feel your feelings, and mm. if it's fear, then take it to God. Mm-hmm. If it's joy, take it to God because mm. He deals with them all, right? Yep, yeah, absolutely. Such a good yep. Brilliant. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. We're getting all the downloads today. <laughs> 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 Guys, yeah. Well, I think in the same way with Bex, I think it is it, it feels different every day. But some some things that I am doing is well, I'm noticing a theme for me is that one way that God is speaking to me is through numbers. And so um, I'm sure that'll be something you got that's dear to your guys' heart, and you will talk lots about in coming episodes. But I've noticed. Um, so I'll give you some examples, eh? Yeah. I was having one particular day where I just was feeling really overwhelmed with lots of stuff and just feeling at the end of my rope and just was like, God, I just am over this, you know, I'm over all of it. And I, I looked at the clock on the oven and the time on the oven said 14, 14, it was in 24 hour time. And I don't look at numbers all the time and think, oh, that number must be something. But this just, it just resonated in my heart that, yeah. that I felt like this is God speaking to me in some way. And so I was like, okay, God, what are you saying? And I, I just felt in my spirit to turn to Exodus 14, 14, which says, I haven't got it in front of me, but it says, the Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Wow. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay, if that's not a word I need, then then what isn't? So I've another thing that I do is I will, um, I, I think most days I do this, is try and carve out some time just to sit and I'll have a pen and paper and I'll just say, God, what are you saying right now? And I just be slow and just be still. So an example is recently I was sitting somewhere by the water and uh, and I sat down and I said that and then a train went past and I felt to count the number of containers on the train. And there was 31 containers on the train. And then I was like, okay, well, God, is, is are you saying something through that? And I felt Isaiah 31 and I turned to Isaiah 31. It's actually a very similar theme. But the, the theme was um, the Lord will fight for his people. Um, yeah. And it says, this is what Yahweh said to me, when a lion, the great beast, growls over his prey, and when the shepherds band together against him, the lion is neither terrified by their shouts nor disturbed by all the noise they make. So will Yahweh, the commander of angel armies, come down to fight for you on Mount Zion and on Zion's hill. Just as a bird hovers over its nest to protect its young, so will Yahweh, commander of angel armies, shield Jerusalem. He will protect her, deliver her, spare her, and rescue her. And I just felt like God was saying, I'm doing that for you right now. And um, and I think based on the season we've walked through the last few years, that's definitely a, a, something that I think God has been showing us that even when it's felt like things are hopeless, like he is fighting for us as his children. And um, so I think that's really, really powerful. But I find quite often when I'm just sitting there, quite often something will happen in nature. It might be yeah. a, a bird, um, like a bird soaring over the water. And he just reminds me, I'm teaching you to soar mm-hmm. in the way that eagles do. Or a rainbow pops up and he's like, I'm showing you my promises. Or um, a theme I've been seeing lots is pine trees. 
And pine trees represent several things. One of them is healing. And um, so I'm receiving that for myself, um, but I think for others too. I think, you know, um, it also it's also a declaration of being someone who's upright and of noble character and God. You can speak that over his people as well. Um, and so I think it's, but I, I'm learning I have to be intentional with listening because he's, he's speaking through anything and everything. Um, it's crazy the details of, of things that he speaks through. But um, if I allow myself to get too busy and too, too flustered or yeah. too consumed with my day-to-day life, um, I can lose touch with that. So he's always speaking, but am I always listening? And so um, that's just some ways that I am, am, I guess, working on hearing God speak or listen, I guess, enjoying hearing God speak. It's a journey. Um, and I, one thing I want to grow in and I'm, I'm asking God to help me is to also hear him clearly, even when life is crazy at home with like the three kids, you know, and they're great kids and they all have their own walk with God. Um, and so even in the midst of the loudness and the craziness, like God help me to even hear you in those moments. Um, I mean, I love the moments of stillness and I need them, but like life isn't always like that. And so how do I hear God in the other moments too, when life isn't so still? And so, and I'm definitely, I think he's, he's teaching me to hear him more in those moments. It might be through something one of the kids says, um, or, um, it might just be a reminder that he's with me even in those moments. It can be really simple, but that's, that's for me, I guess, where it's at. So, hmm. I, wow, there's a lot in there that goes so, so good. We're going to keep on making listen to this ourselves. <laughs> um, I just was thinking, you know, we've been talking on the podcast um, about when we're hearing God that we get that revelation first and then we get the... Um, the interpretation second yeah. mm-hmm. and then after that there's the activation and mm. how to kind of put that into practice and live from that so I'm just wondering like with your um, examples there of um, Exodus 14, 14 mm. and um, Isaiah 31 of the Lord fighting your battles mm. so now that you have that interpretation and understanding mm. how does it look like for you to activate that and mm. actually live you know respond to that what does that look like mm. for you? that's a good question uh, I think for me, I I make sure that I don't just leave it at that. I receive it. And so I say, God, okay, if this is what you're saying, then I'm receiving what you're saying. I'm trusting you in what you're saying and help me to not just hear it in my head, but to actually receive it in my heart. Mm-hmm. And so for me, um, it might be as simple as that. It's a moment of just receiving it, but I've noticed it affects my whole mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps me be more, uh, I've noticed it just, I, I have more peace throughout my day. Um, I have more confidence. I've noticed, um, it, it can help bring you out of places of maybe where hopelessness is trying to hop in there or whatever, or discouragement or fear. Um, I've noticed it can really shift those things. Um, and I've noticed too, quite often opportunities to then share what I'm learning can be, will come up with others too. And so, um, I can be like, hey, I'm learning this right now. I'm, I mean, I'm not there, but I'm learning this. Hey, I really feel like this is something that can bless you as well. And so that's what it looks like for me. Um, I'm sure it's different for everybody, but that's my, I guess, my journey of how it looks. So, um, I also think that I definitely have moments like that where I have revelation and then it becomes the place that I, I can live from. Um, but I also think it's okay and healthy and important to give ourselves permission for it to be a journey. 
Um, so it's not always instant mm-hmm. and to be patient in that. And I often find that I get revelation and then I have a whole heap more questions. Mm-hmm. And so just allowing myself to sit in that place of like, this is something new for me. It's new revelation. And sometimes I feel uncomfortable in that. Yeah. And so allowing that to be a conversation with God, he wants that to be a conversation mm-hmm. and not being afraid or embarrassed or ashamed or feeling like I should have it all together but going to him with those questions mm. and that's yeah good. yeah because he's willing to repeat himself and help us grasp it i think that's mm. why this is such a common thing for me because i need to hear it so often so that it can mm. sink in and so yeah it's it's true it's like learning that it's actually okay it's okay to wrestle it's okay to sit in those places and god is gracious in that he doesn't expect us to just instantly get it in the same way our kids don't instantly grasp things we have to teach them things and um so so, yeah i think he's he's gracious in that and i think community is so important here as well Mm. um talk to others as well and people who you know are wise and have experience and um that also seek god's face um yeah use your community around you yeah, completely. And isn't it fun, guys? Isn't it fun to be on this venture with Jesus? It's so it's fun. So fun. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't, oh don't not do it, people. It's so yeah. exciting. Mm. Yeah. You know, Christianity was boring. My mm. God, far like from it. it. And, yep. you know, just what I hear leaking from your lives is not about so much about the encounters, but it's about how your relationship grows with Jesus mm. every time mm. you're finding peace, you're finding joy, you're finding victory, and um, it's settling your heart. That sounds like Jesus talking to me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, Jenna, mm. but it yeah. sounds like Jesus. I was going to say as well, you're totally in there. Um, the whole point, like, why does God need to speak to us? <laughs> What's, does he, he doesn't need us to do his job for him he doesn't need us to do anything but he wants to draw us closer to mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. it's always about conversation and intimacy mm-hmm. yeah. and so i love that you pointed out mm-hmm. the that sometimes it doesn't make sense and it is a journey and we can just sit and ask questions because mm-hmm. sometimes i think he actually gives us cryptic yeah <laughs> yeah yeah for like, yep. sure he wants us to dig yeah. in mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah so, it's so, so good. Oh, gosh. Well, you know, that comes to an amazing episode with you guys. What a blessing it's been today. We want to um, thank you for joining us. And we're so excited for you listening on the other side of this. Yeah. We pray that you've been encouraged and that if you have any questions that you would like to ask us, please pop onto our website, thefeasttable.com. And we'd love to connect with you on your journey as well. So blessings for your week ahead. Yeah, and we will um, we'll pop some details in the bio for this episode of where you can find um, Nick's podcasts as well because we would love to. Do you want to, what are they? Do you want to say what they're called? Yeah, they're sure. I mean, they're just about to get up and running, but one is going to be called Five Minutes with the Father. Um, just about basically going deeper with him in relationship in different ways. Um, and the other one is going to be called The Bride Arise, um, which is going to be more conversational, exploring what is God up to in this world and helping equip us as his children to step into who he's called us to be. So, yeah. Can't wait for those. So we'll pop the details there when it's ready and um, we'll go from there. So thank you guys for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having thank us. You. Yeah, such a 